episode 23. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli, your host for Vox Talk. We just got back from the Voice Conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. Today's show features Julie Williams and Adam Fox with some feedback on Voice 2007 from Kara Edwards. After a week's absence, let's get this show on the road. The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. The Voice Conference rocked the house in Las Vegas, Nevada last week. Voices.com was there and we had a wonderful time meeting all the participants, lecturers and special guests. There was a tribute to voice actor Lenny Weinrib on Wednesday, After brought Don LaFontaine in on the Thursday night, and Friday graced us with a phenomenal performance by Bob Bergen in his one-man show, Not Just Another Pretty Voice. To learn more about the conference and read reviews of lectures and events, go to the Vox Daily blog at blogs.voices.com slash voxdaily. Now, let's look at another story making headlines. While there are many ways to communicate a message, the art of voiceover is tops for delivering the human touch. You can learn about the five different styles of voiceover used for commercial and industrial use at Vox Daily and leave a comment about the style you work with most. To comment or read the full article, check out the show notes on the Vox Talk blog at blogs.voices.com slash voxtalk. To wrap up, a list of voiceover industry bloggers has been published online at Vox Daily for you to discover. If you know of a blog in the field that isn't yet listed, let me know by leaving a comment or sending me an email directly to stephanie at voices.com. So far, there are 30-some-odd blogs on the list. You can find the voiceover blog listings at Vox Daily by simply going to blogs.voices.com slash voxdaily. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business. Today in The Biz, Julie Williams hits on voice coaching and finding the right coach for you. Hello, I'm Julie Williams, and I'm a big believer in professional development. No matter how much experience we have, we can always learn from each other. So I still take workshops, even though I've been at this for 30 years, and I teach workshops but we need to be sure that the people we're learning from are professional voice talent. There are a lot of people teaching because they can't make a living working. And if you're new to the business, you're one of the ones they're preying on. I remember one student who I coached and produced a demo for a number of years ago in San Antonio. He had no experience at all. Um, The first time he opened his mouth, I thought, oh my, this is going to be hopeless. But then when I gave him just a little bit of direction, I was amazed with what he did. It was as if he had years of experience. He started attending a local acting school, and within a month, he was teaching their voiceover class. Now, he was good, don't get me wrong, once he got good direction, but he had no experience in voiceover whatsoever. That's not the person you want to learn from. How can he teach you anything about the business if he hasn't worked in it? So how do you know? Well, you have to do some research. There are a number of things that you can do. First of all, if the talent is very reputable and you hear about them all the time, it's a pretty safe bet that they're probably okay. You can go to their website, see what they've done lately, listen to their demos. If you think they're just mediocre, then don't learn from them. Find someone who you think is great. Ask around about them. Ask for references of former students. If they're teaching an audiobook class, go to audible.com and search under their name. 
then you can see what audiobooks they voiced. If nothing comes up, or if the only books they voiced are books that they wrote, take that as a cue that they may know how to self-publish, but no one has hired them to voice a book, so how can they teach you how? What do they know about the industry if they've never worked in it? Call local talent agencies or talent agents in the area that you're going to be going to if you're going out of town and find out who they recommend. Ask the instructor about their guarantee. Nobody can guarantee you work. If they do that, run. But they can guarantee that you'll be satisfied or you get your money back. If you're going to travel to another city for a workshop, ask talent in that area about the coach. Although that doesn't always work. That one could come back and bite me. <laughs> I live in the Sacramento area, and most of my work isn't local. And my June Lake Tahoe workshop is the first time that I'm going to be teaching in this area. So a local talent may not know me, and that's okay. In this business, where we work in our home studios so much, not everybody knows each other. But if they do know the coach, and they have horror stories to tell, watch out. By the way, if you want to find out about my workshop with Pat Fraley, June 23rd and 24th in Lake Tahoe, email Julie at voice-overs.com or go to www.voice-overs.com and sign up for the free voiceover e-zine, which is called the V-zine. That'll go out later on today or tomorrow for April, and we've only got five slots left in the workshop. There's also a recap of the Big Voices 2007 Las Vegas seminar coming up in the V-zine this month, thanks to Stephanie Cicerelli, who was there. A recap of Pat Fraley and Hillary Huber's audiobook masterclass, Who's voicing what, which you can be a part of, and lots of other great information to enhance your voiceover career. And it's free. Just sign up at voiceovers.com, voice-overs.com. As Julie mentioned, check out the April edition of the V-Zine at voice-overs.com for more information on the voice conference and other goodies. Thank you, Julie. Tech Talk. Walking you through the technological landscape. Adam Fox answers some pod mail from listeners to the Vox Talk podcast. Keep your ears on this one, folks. The team of Fox and Oakman are on a roll. One name strikes the hearts of post-production talent everywhere with fear. In my intrepidation, I cannot say the name, but his initials are Adam Fox. There, I said it. I'll deal with the consequences. You just enjoy the show. Here's Adam Fox with this week's Voices.com podcast. Hi, all, and thanks again, Bob, for a great introduction. I tell you, if I didn't know better, I'd think that Bob had time on his hands. Definitely not the case. Make sure to drop by Bob's website here at bobopen.voices.com or at his personal website at bobsbus.com. So today, I'm going to answer a piece of podcast listener mail. From now on, I'm going to call this Podmail. Podmail. Well, you heard it here first, a new term. So our first piece of Podmail is from Les, who wrote me asking, I'm in the market to buy some new equipment and wondered what your suggestions would be. I'm running Windows XP Home right now. I don't want to spend enormous money, but I don't mind spending money for good equipment. Well, that's a great question. So if you've already committed to an operating platform and you want to get in as cost-efficiently as possible, how do you do it? Well, in his case, I would say there's a couple options depending on what level of introduction you want to get in on. You can find, at most guitar centers around the country and lots of online professional music stores, entry-level systems. 
When you're talking about the big two, as I like to call them, it's Pro Tools and the Sony Professional Series. They're like that because the professional industry has a tendency to use these two platforms more than anything else, and for compatibility's sake, what most people will gravitate towards. With Pro Tools, you can get in pretty reasonable with one hardware and software solution in a box. You can pick up a nice M-Box system to start with that gives you everything you need for well, roughly 450 to 500 bucks. Now that does have some drawbacks, but for the most part, you're up and running in no time. Downside is that it's not going to be the full bang Pro Tools suite, but it will give you the basics that you need to get started. With the Sony Professional Series, which is what I use, you can find the hardware software bundles as well, but they're mostly marketed as a software solution and are compatible with most of the hardware out there, including the Pro Tools interfaces. Sony software is really full featured for the price, and you can do everything from the simple audio recording to full-blown broadcast video, uh, loop creation and editing, and has a full library of software support, loops, generated media, and the like. It's going to run you a bit more to get started, but again, it depends on what your goals are and what you're willing to put into it to get started. I mean, who wouldn't want to get into a brand new Mac Pro, dual monitor setup, Pro Tools HD system, and all the trimmings? Well, me, I'd love that. That'd be fine with me. But it's not always doable. You can spend anywhere between 15 and 20 grand to get set up and, and compatible with some of the larger studios around the country. So what we do is we find what works for us and we go from there. I hope that gave some guidance to Les and others out there that might have the same question. I've received several emails regarding this kind of subject and wanted to share some of those thoughts with you. We can expand on this topic if you like next week. Just let me know. You can hit me here at adamfox.voices.com or at my website at defiantdigital.com. Well, until next time, keep that viewer mail coming. The pod mail, as we've now dubbed it, is uh, just coming in and happy to answer any of them that I can get time to answer and, of course, throw some of them up here on the uh, podcast. That's a wonderful way to be able to spread it out and uh, give a shout out to those people that are uh, taking the time to go ahead and write us with their questions and comments. So until next time, folks, bye for now. Thank you to both Adam and Bob for working so hard on these segments. Voxbox, answering your voiceover questions. Today in the Voxbox, we have a message to share from Kara Edwards regarding some feedback about the voice conference in Las Vegas. Hi, Stephanie. I wanted to take a moment and thank Voices.com for their participation in Voice 2007. 200 voice actors from around the world converged on Las Vegas for a week of learning, networking, and good old-fashioned fun. It was an experience I will never forget, for all the right reasons. I know I made friendships that are going to last a lifetime. For those of you who are not able to attend this year, or for those of you who were there but may not have noticed, Voices.com was represented at every single aspect of the five-day conference. Now, I don't mean that they just had a sign hanging. I mean they were there. At any point, I could look back and there were the smiling faces of Stephanie and the Voices team. It is that enthusiasm and caring for the talent on this site that lets me know that I will be a member of Voices for a very long time. And I'm not just saying this because I won the second raffle drawing for the iPod Shuffle, although that was extremely cool. Stephanie, Carol, and Lorinda, you are all a delight. Hopefully next year we can meet the rest of the team as well. So here's to Voice 2008. If it is half as great, it will still be worth twice the price. Just don't tell Frank, Penny, or James. And now I am off to drink some hot tea and try to nurse this throat of mine back to health. What a great time. To Stephanie and everyone at Voices.com, a huge thank you. Now let me tell you, it was such a treat to meet Kara in Las Vegas. 
I hope you're getting your voice back, Kara, and here's to some well-deserved rest for all involved in the conference. That's it for this week. You can get a hold of me by email, by dropping a line on the blog, or sending in your audio feedback to be played on the air. Again, you can reach me at stephanieatvoices.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. See you next Thursday.